Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Church Board Confessions Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Heke. And technically, 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 this is not episode 146. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a bonus episode, all right? Long story short, I decided to take this week um, off, I guess you can call it. Not really taking it off because technically I'm behind the mic right now, but nevertheless, um, yeah, I, I went to go see my, uh, I went to go see my cousin over the weekend and, you know, technically I'm recording this before I've gone to actually see my cousin for the weekend, but I'm, I'm professing that we're having a blast, <laughs> but nevertheless, you know, um, you know, even though I didn't record a new episode this week, um, you guys are still going to get something that I think is going to be very valuable. Um, before I get to that, before I explain what this episode is going to be about, um, announcements for today is that yes, we are still having our Bible study today, 5:30 p.m. Pacific time. I can't wait to see you all once again. You know what I'm saying? We, we're back at it. You know, for every first Monday of the month, 5:30 p.m. Um, welcome to May, by the way. Um, so yeah, I see you guys tonight. Sign up is still available. You can sign up. The sign up link is in the description. Um, and you can still sign up until 4 p.m. So uh, we just need some type of cutoff. So yeah. And if and if you missed that cutoff, just email us. I'll send you the link. No problem. But yeah, can't wait to see you guys at Bible study. Um, and I think that's the only announcement. Also, if at any point in time in this episode, throughout the entire week, that you feel led to sow a seed to this ministry, we would love for you to consider making a tax deductible donation at www.unnatchedassociate.com slash donate. All right. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys and I love you guys. Oh, I love, I love it. Like, I, uh, I, I love, I love doing this. I love unassociated. I love the position, the, the privilege that I have to, <sighs> to be here, to, to speak to you guys. You know, what's very interesting is that, um, you know, I'm, I'm going through past episodes that I've recorded and, um, you know, over the, over the years. And what was very interesting to me is that there's been one episode that I, I've never recorded it again, right? Like this on this topic again, maybe touched on it here and there, but I've never made another episode on this topic other than this one time. And to this day, it is our most popular Church Boy Confessions video on our YouTube. And it's crazy to me how to this day, there's con like people that comment to this day, there's people that uh, watch and you know, it's cool, but then at the same time, I feel like the fact that this episode is so familiar just uncovers that a lot of people struggle with this, so it's not really that cool. Um, but there's this episode that I recorded back in December of 2019. It was about feeling ugly. And all I know is that that episode, a lot of people needed it, and there's probably still a lot of people that need it to this day, like I did. And I thought it was only right if there's going to be one week that I, you know, don't record a new episode that I bring that episode back. And maybe some of you guys remember it. Uh, maybe some of you guys weren't, you know, following us or listening to this podcast back in December 2019. But this is an important topic. The reality is, ladies and gentlemen, that judging from the amount of people who have received this episode, judging by the amount of people who have tuned into that episode, what it tells me is that body dysmorphia is real. People don't like the way they look and people are insecure about the way they look. And I've been that person. And sometimes I still am that person. That's the reality of it. 
And it's and it's a sad thing. And and the reality is it doesn't matter how pretty or how handsome people call you, you know. If you're insecure about the way you look, you are insecure about the way you look. And I've lived a life of literally struggling with the body dysmorphia and with um, just my overall looks, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot. And it's caused me to be very insecure at places where I so much did not want to be insecure, but I was anyways, because it wasn't really my choice, I guess. Um, and there are, I feel like there are multiple answers that one can give to help dispel body dysmorphia and help dispel just people thinking that they're ugly or not considering themselves worthy of anything because people call them ugly or they think that they're ugly. There's probably a lot of solutions that you can be given, but I'm going to share with you um, a very important lesson that God gave me when I was in a very, you know, it was, it was a very heavy time. Um, And I hope and I pray that this episode truly does bless you. Facts. I, I really do pray that it helps you. Um, so if you are the person who has ever felt that you are too ugly, you're too ugly to be worth anything, you're too ugly to do anything, you're too ugly to anything, you are not alone. You are not alone. I promise you that. We can make jokes about how we look good and how we're popping and all the different stuff, but we know that there's those times we're insecure. I want you to know that you are not alone, and I truly do pray that this episode blesses you. I love you guys. I'll see you guys at Bible study episode 146 next week. Enjoy this episode. Love you guys. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, all over the world. Good morning. It is Monday here on Church Boy Confessions. He will direct your path. So what's there to fear again? You know, maybe it not it may not be a satisfying answer in the end to everybody that I you know that, that hears this message, but I believe for a lot of people it's going to be some real stuff. So let's get into it. What am I going to talk about today? Um, I'm going to talk about this episode is for the people who feel ugly. This episode is for the people who have been suffering from body dysmorphia for a very long time or even for a very short time. For the people who feel ugly, the people who look at features, their physical features and feel like, you know, they obsess over them. And meanwhile, a lot of us may not even care what you look like or care about that feature, but you're obsessing over it and whatever it might be. Um, This stuff is real, ladies and gentlemen. There are people who are up at night obsessed with the way that they look. There are people who feel ugly and it really does hinder their day to day life. Um, and quite frankly, I don't care how good you look. Um, I think that each and every last one of us have had a phase, even if it's just for one minute in our lives where we have thought, hey, I look ugly. Hey, I don't like the way I look. And it's hard, um, especially when you start to obsess it and overthink it. It's hard and it's something that needs to be reckoned with, ladies and gentlemen. First of all, I want to validate how you've been feeling because it doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're nothing. It doesn't mean that you're not worthy. Um, we have all suffered from you know thinking that we're ugly and you know it really hurting us like i know i have and i'm going to talk about my experience most of this episode and we're going to get into it um ultimately matter of fact i'm not going into ultimately yeah i say that a lot but let's let's go into um myself my history with feeling ugly um i want this message to encourage everybody who's ever felt this way so I'm going to tell you guys my story. I'm going to open up to you guys. Um, I say this in the most humble way possible. I think that I'm a fairly decent looking man. 
I, I do. You know what I'm saying? Um, but even though I may believe that at the end of the day does not mean that I have not suffered, truly suffered through being obsessed with what I look like. And, you know, if you really want to get down to it, it's a lot of people who are considered pretty or handsome that probably are more obsessed with their looks than people who are commonly see like see themselves as ugly sometimes because um, they're always obsessed with like keeping it up and all that. But I'm gonna get to that. But I, there's many times in my life where I just thought I was not attractive. I thought that I wasn't I wasn't um, looking good and everything like that. And I was so obsessed with my looks, so obsessed um, there'd be times where like it would literally be the most thing on my mind to where like I'm just I have such high social anxiety, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking as I'm walking through the mall, I'm thinking like everybody else thinking about me, like who's this little short, dark skinned, big forehead looking, all of that. Like I'm thinking all of that as I'm walking through the mall just to get some shoes. Like that sucks. A life where you're so obsessed with the way you look like and always thinking that you're ugly sucks. And I don't want that for anybody because I've lived through it and it's still something to battle from here and there. But I'm going to tell you this. The Holy Spirit has communicated to my heart and I pray that everything that I share with you today also communicates to your heart. The Holy Spirit revealed to me that my obsession with my looks was more than just, you know, a surface level problem of me wanting to look better, me wanting to you know feel better, all that different stuff. The problem with me is that I thought that my looks in some way indicated my worth. And I think that that's the same for a lot of us. Let's go a little deeper. For me, this is what the Holy Spirit revealed to me. My looks were my ticket to attention and ultimately the attention, the amount of love, the amount of rave, the amount of praise, the amount of attention I received was the measuring of my worth, measuring of my value. So you see that my worth was measured by attention and I thought in order to get attention, I had to look good. So you realize now that my insecurities, right, was not was was not rooted in just a surface level looking good or looking bad. It was more rooted in me being uncertain of my worth. So if you're the person, right, who has ever questioned their value, questioned their worth because they haven't been treated like they are beautiful. They haven't been told that they are beautiful and all. I want you to continue listening and I want you to listen closely. This is not just for women. This is for men too, period. Because, you know, us guys, we can act like we're never not confident, but a lot of us are not confident. And it's just, hey, let's let it out. Come on. Why are we, why are we going to hide when we're talking to God about this stuff, what are you hiding it from God for? Why are you hiding it from yourself? Be real about it. Acknowledge the things that you're going through, because if you can't acknowledge it, then how are you going to fight it? And how is it going to leave? So let's go deeper. Um, long story short, like I said, the way I looked um, to in my mind indicated, you know, it traced back to how much I believed I was valuable, how much I believed that I was worthy. But what I want you to get from this episode, right? is that the way you look has nothing to do with your value and your worth. And when you understand that, that's going to release you. It's going to free you from being obsessed about the way that you look. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Let's go. Um, I would see that, you know, this whole idea was also evident in me being jealous of men, of other men. You know, because I'm real with myself. I'm pretty honest with myself. And like, it took me a while to admit this. You know, I, I admit that I'm not the most best looking guy in the world. Wow. You know, um, it took me a while to admit that. 
because of my pride. Not because I actually believe I look better than everybody, but because of my pride and because of this idea that I was holding on to that I had to be the the best looking so because I had to be that valuable because looks you know, if a guy walks in a room and I know that he maybe he's dressed better than me or maybe he, you know, um, is more handsome or maybe um, uh, girls are attracted to him more. In my mind, what it meant was that, oh, he's getting more attention, which means if atten- like remember, attention was a measuring stick for my value, for my worth. So I'm thinking he's getting more attention. Oh, he's worth more to me. He's more valuable to me. Jealousy. So you see, my obsession with my looks not only led to my own insecurities, but even led to me being jealous and envious of other men but here's the twist (laughs) here's the sick twisted twist because then you'd imagine that okay well you know when god when people do say that you're handsome when people do say that you look good emmanuel then that means that you're confident and that means that everything's okay and that means that you know your worth but no but no that wasn't true because even in the times where I did feel valuable or even in the times where I, I people would tell me that like, oh, you are handsome and like, you know, you are, you look good and you dress nice, all that different stuff. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I was like, you know, runner up for like best dress. Like my, my, my boy Cameron won best dress in high school, but I think I was like third place or something like that. And like, you know, um, but so like even when people would like gas me about that stuff. The insecurities will still be there. You know why? Because new level, new insecurities. This is life. Um, I was scared to drop the ball now. Somebody calls me handsome. In fact, it might even increase my insecurities because I'm scared that they will ever change their mind. And I was valuable at one point and now I'm not valuable. Maybe because I didn't have a haircut the last time they saw me or they caught me while I was at home or they caught me looking foul on FaceTime, whatever it might be. You know, I'm I go from a place of like I'm insecure because nobody's calling me value, like nobody's you know, I I feel like I don't look good and nobody's treating me like I'm valuable. And then people treat me like I'm valuable, but like I'm still scared that I'll drop the ball and like they'll change their minds and stuff like that. And you realize, bro, your entire worth, your value is dependent on what other people treat you as and let me tell you something if your entire worth is dependent on what other people treat you whether girls like you or guys like you whether they're attracted to you whether people see you as pretty or see you as handsome bruh sis this is gonna be a long life for you (laughs) a very long life and i know this by experience by years and years of experience I need you to understand this. When I realized that even when people would say I was handsome, I was still insecure that this whole game that we're playing, there's no way to win. It is a lose-lose. And the only way to be free is to just not play the game. It's to simply not play the game. So then I came to the point where I had to realize this. Um, For the sake of my relationship with God... I could not continue to base my worth on the way that I looked. You might be like, whoa, whoa, like, what are you talking about? Like, where did God come in this? Like, what are you talking about relationship with God? How does this, how does my obsession with my looks and me thinking that I'm ugly and all that different stuff relate to my relationship with God? Well, let me go a little deeper. And again, I'm talking about myself here. And if you can relate, I pray that you can relate. Um, and this helps you too. Um, the Holy Spirit started talking to you, talking to me some more. 
And what the Holy Spirit revealed to me was that, you know, um, like I said, I needed to, I needed other people to treat me like I was valuable in order to feel valuable. And the way I, I measured that was that, you know, people would give me attention. People would show me affection. People would, you know, you know, uh, yeah, like I said, like rave about me, praise me, you know, and the reason why they would do that is because I was looking good. So like it all went down back to my looks. Um, so I needed to be valued nor I needed to be valued by other people in order to be valuable. And then the Holy Spirit said, why? And then my answer was because ultimately I didn't feel like I could walk and I can talk like everything the Bible says I am until others believed I was valuable or until I was looking good. If I look bad, if I wasn't dressed the way I wanted to dress that day and I was looking all shabby and everything like that, I was so insecure that I didn't feel like I was given permission. I was warranted. I was worthy to walk with my chest out because you look ugly. You look ugly. Why do you have confidence? You look ugly. Why are you talking to me? You look ugly. Why are you in this section? You're not like everybody else. That's what that body dysmorphia, that's what that feeling ugly will will, will will do to you. Oh, oh, come on, bro. You, you, you're not dressed like that. You're not supposed to be here. That 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 would literally be me. Like that would really, really be me. Like if if I didn't feel like I looked good that day, you know, I would just feel like I couldn't walk with my chest out because I wasn't worthy. Um I couldn't be confident. I couldn't be bold. I couldn't be free. Um, and then that's when the Holy Spirit asked me a question that changed my life. Holy Spirit asked me, who's the one that deems you worthy? Who's the one that deems you worthy? You've been thinking that you're, you have to look good everywhere you go. So then other people value you because of your beauty and because they value you. That means that you can finally believe that you are valued. That means you can finally believe that you are worthy. But then the Holy Spirit asked me, who's the one that deems you worthy? Because we're going to go to scripture, of course, we can't do this episode without scripture. Exodus chapter four, starting at verse nine. God is calling Moses to his purpose and saying that you are going to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. And God is going through this dialogue with Moses and Moses is giving up all these objections. And we're going to start at verse nine. And this is God talking to Moses. And he says, and it shall come to pass if they will not believe you. He's talking about what Moses is about to experience. If they will not believe also these two signs, neither hearken unto thy voice, that thou shalt take the water of the river and pour it upon the dry land. And the water which thou takes out of the water shall become water river shall become blood upon the dry land. And this is what Moses said to God. God is telling them, this is what you're going to do. These are the signs that you're going to give to the pharaohs and all that different stuff to tell them that, you know, you're, you're sent from God and all that stuff. And Moses said this to God. And Moses said unto the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither here to for, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. That was Moses' excuse. And then this is what the Lord said. And the Lord said unto him, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> who hath made man's mouth? Or who maketh the dumb, or deaf, or the seeing, or the blind? Have not I, 
the Lord. And may God bless their hanging and reading and understanding of his word. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Let's tie this all together. God said, Moses, you are going to do these things for me. These are the things that you need. These are the things that you're going to do and all that different stuff. And Moses said, no, 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 no. See, God, you don't understand. I'm not fit for this job. I'm not worthy for this job because I can't speak well. And God asked him, who's the one that created man's mouth? Same thing like when I was saying, God, you know, I'm not worthy. There's literally been times where I was about to go on a stage and speak and I'm just captured by this. Oh, you don't look good. You don't look good. You're not worthy to go up on this day. All that stuff. And like, you know, um, I'm telling God, oh, I, I'm not tall enough. Oh, God, I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. I don't look good enough. I'm not dressed right today. And, and I'm, not, I'm not worthy to do these things because these people don't value me. They don't see me as the most handsome guy. They don't see me as this. They don't they don't show me affection and attention and all different stuff. Therefore, they don't see me as valuable. They don't see me as worthy. Therefore, I'm not worthy. And God told me, who deemed you worthy? Who's the one that says that you are worthy? Who created man's mouth? Who's the one that created you fearfully and wonderfully made? Who was the one that died on the cross for you and said you are now worthy? That is God himself. Yet we take the time to look good, be obsessed with looking good so we can get value from other people. So then they can value us so we can feel valuable. This is what I'm talking about. People who are obsessed with looking good. I'm not saying it's bad to look good. That's not what I'm saying. But for the people who are calling themselves ugly. And the reason why you're calling yourself ugly, the reason why you have body dysmorphia is because your entire life you've had life experiences where people have called you ugly or people have not treated you the right way. So now you're obsessed to living a life of I need people to value me in order to value myself. I need people to deem me worthy in order for me to be worthy. But God is asking you, who is the one that deems you worthy? Is it not God? Is it not God? So then I had four realizations, four realizations after after this dialogue I had with the Holy Spirit. I tell you, the first thing I realized was that when he when I was asked that question, who deems you worthy? It made me think, wow. So subconsciously, this entire time, me being obsessed with my looks and seeking for other people to value me before I could feel valuable was me giving so much power to other people to other people's opinions of me to the point where I'm even saying to the point where I'm even asking them subconsciously, I'm asking them, am I worthy enough to be this? Am I worthy? Am I worthy? Am I worthy? I walk with my head down with my chest caved in scared, insecure because I was waiting on somebody to say you're worthy in order for me to be Emmanuel. God forbid. I have too much pride for that. When I realized that, I'm like, no way. I have too much pride to be asking people subconsciously, am I worthy before I can be myself? Second thing I realized was I was waiting on other people's permission to see myself as valuable. I'd walk into a room 
I'm waiting for other people to value me. It's like I'm asking them permission. Do I have permission to walk with my head held high? Do I have permission to be confident? Do I have permission to like the way to like the way I look? Do I have permission to walk with my chest out? Do I have permission? Asking people permission. But then you have to realize Jesus didn't die <laughs> for you to ask somebody else if you are worthy, nor did he die. This is number three and number four. Nor did he die for you to ask permission for other people to be the person he has created you to be. Ladies and gentlemen, understand this. God is the one that deems you worthy and he's the only one that you need to ask permission to do anything when it comes to walking in your path and being who he's created you to be. Stop giving other people the power to determine your worth. Giving other people the value to determine whether, giving other people the power to determine your value. You are God's creation. Moses' rebuttal was, I can't speak well. Your rebuttal was, I don't look the part. God said, who's the one that even created you the way to look like how you're looking? Who's the one that created your mouth, who created your big forehead, who created your receding hairline, who created your dark skin, who created your short self? All these things that are deemed less attractive in society. So what? Those are those people are not God. Those people have subjective, terrible views of beauty and all that different stuff and all of it's subjective. But you want to now subject yourself to their subjectivity. When God said that I love you so much that I'm going to give my only son and he's going to die for you. And he said that my son is dying for you and you are being bought with a price and that that is your value, the price that was paid, Jesus dying on the cross for you. And he did that for everybody. So nobody's worth more than you because they look better than you. Nobody's worth less because they don't look as good as you. And we need to dis we need to dismantle this toxic mindset that we have to look the part in order to be the part. And I'm not here's OK, I'm going to round this up and I'm not going to end this episode by saying, hey, you're you're everybody's beautiful and I'm attracted to everybody because everybody's beautiful. I'm not attracted to everyone. I'm not attractive to every person. Um, I think some girls are more beautiful than others to me. And I'm going to, I'm going to say that I'm not, I'm not going to try to make up something to make you feel better. Cause here's the thing. I don't want you to feel better because now you're going to believe that you're worth it because you're beautiful. That's not the point of me, of this podcast. The point of this podcast was not for me to say, you're beautiful and because you're beautiful, you can be free and you can be confident and, and you can know that you're worth it. Because what I'm trying to help you understand is that your physical appearance <laughs> has nothing to do with your worth and your value. And the subjectivity of beauty, people's opinions on what you look like has nothing to do with your actual worth and your value. Jesus didn't die for you to ask permission from other people to be yourself, um, be the person that God's created you to be. Jesus didn't die for you to ask other people if you're worthy. God has given you permission. God already said that you are worthy. Jesus didn't die for you to be insecure about the way that you look or base your value on the for on on the size of your forehead or on the size of your body and all that different stuff. Oh, come on. The obsession with looks has to stop.
And it starts with recognizing why is it that I'm so obsessed with my looks? Is it because I believe it correlates with my value? And that right there is when you've gone too far. This isn't this doesn't mean go look raggedy everywhere you go. This means that no longer are we going to base our value on looks. We base our value on the fact that Jesus Christ died. <laughs> that God loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son. Let's go on to prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for this episode, Lord Jesus. And I pray for everybody who has ever felt so ugly and been so obsessed with their looks and people who have body dysmorphia to the point where it is hindering them walking into a room creating social anxiety and just really just cramping their style and and who you created them to be hindering them walking with confidence and freedom in you lord jesus i rebuke the spirit of insecurities i rebuke the spirit of being obsessed with people's looks father god and helping them to understand that their value does not come from how other people value them it comes from the fact that you bought us with a price in the mighty name of jesus help us oh god to understand that our looks are obsolete when it comes to our value lord jesus they're obsolete it doesn't matter because before jesus was about to die he didn't go and see uh, what does what does he look like or what does she look like is she is she pretty enough is he handsome enough for me to die for them no he died for all of us lord jesus and he made our value he defined our value he defined our worth oh god so we realize that way we look is obsolete oh god so help us father god to not continue to let the insecurities, the way we look, eat us up, Lord Jesus. But to be free. But to be free. Not find security based on how we look, even when we look good. To find security in the, in the fact that you died for us. That is our worth. That is our value. Your death. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Ladies and gentlemen, I pray that this episode be stained in the back of your heads and you watch it over and over again until you actually get it and it clicks. I love you guys. You guys have an amazing week. Peace.